0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved friends in Christ, and welcome to Saturday of the 32nd week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 18th day of November, 2023. Let us beg that God the Father will send us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Send us your spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say, Amen. Dear friends, the title of my homily today is, God will vindicate his elect who calls upon him. God will vindicate his elect who cried to him. God will vindicate his elect who cried to him. The first reading today is taken from the Book of Wisdom, chapter 18, from verse 14 to verse 16, and chapter 19, from verse 6 to verse 9. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 18. From verse 1 to verse 8. In the gospel passage of the day, Jesus told his disciples a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a church who neither feared God nor regarded man, and there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Vindicate me against my adversary. For a while he refused. But afterward he said to himself, Do I neither fear God nor regard men. Yet because this widow bothers me, I will vindicate her or she will wear me out by her continued coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God vindicate his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will vindicate them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Yes, dear friends, God will not fail to vindicate his elect who cry to him day and night. The problem of evil in the society is a problem that is beyond the unraveling of man. It is a mystery that we cannot understand completely. And so, when we have some experiences, when some situations play out in our lives and around us, we'll keep asking questions that we are not able to provide answers to and we are not able to get answers to them from anywhere or anybody. At such moments, the natural tendency or inclination is begin to question the power of prayer, the relevance of prayer, the almightiness of God, the capability and the willingness of God to do all things and bringing into question his benevolence, his unconditional love, his all-inclusive love and benevolence. If God knew that this relationship was not going to work out, why did he allow me to get into it in the first place? And then so far, heartbreak and the loss of the time and resources I've invested in that relationship. Why would God allow my loved ones to die at tender age? Why would God allow the only person who has been of help to me to just die? Why would I keep praying for Nigeria when nothing seems to be getting better in Nigeria? Oh, after over 25-30 years offering the same prayer against bribery and corruption, prayer for Nigeria in distress? Why will I continue to pray believing in God for a child of my own? after having prayed and waited and made sacrifices, undergone all kinds of spiritual exercises to make this come through, and yet God appeared to be silent? Dear friends, in Christ, no matter how much the human species advances in science and technology, in knowledge. There are things that are beyond us, and the earlier we aspect, accept them, the better. This is not to say that we shouldn't grow in our quest for knowledge. But this only goes to say that the universe is not completely under our control. There is a being that is greater than us all. And that being is responsible for our being and our existence. This understanding will help us to appreciate waiting upon God in prayer. For indeed, he will vindicate those who cry unto him and his elect who cry unto him. Remember, he says his elect, meaning those who are God's own children. At baptism, the first right in the baptismal ceremony is the election, where the candidate is called and he or she responds. So, you are an elect of God. And he says, God will not fail to vindicate his elect who cry to him. Crying here is not just in the sense of making supplications. It's not just in the sense of, you know, shedding tears, lamenting, and complaining. Crying unto God here means more fundamentally a lifestyle that cries to God for vindication and justice. Like the lifestyle of Abel the Just. The lifestyle of the orphan, of the widow, of the masses who continue to do their best to do what is right in the sight of the law and in the sight of God, why they continue to suffer marginalization, oppression, being denied their rights, and subjected to all kinds of inhuman treatments, the fact that they persistently choose to do the will of God and keep themselves in line with the demands of the laws of the land already amounts to a cry to God. For many who cry to God today, their cry doesn't the roofs of their houses because the God doesn't recognize in them his own elect they have compromised and as compromised as those they are crying to God against so how would God vindicate them in such an instance you are crying against a person committing sin A against you while you are championing sin B against another person You are crying against the person who is not paying your salaries on time and you are busy sabotaging the progress of the same company, of the same government establishment that has given you a job. You must be an elect of God. And again, Jesus said, crying day and night, you must be persistent and persevering in righteousness. Your cry to God must not be only during the day or at night alone. It must be in all seasons of your life. In other words, your quest for righteousness must be consistent and constant. In God, Jesus asked the question When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Faith is an indispensable dimension and aspect of our Christian calling. It is so imperative that the scripture says without faith, it is impossible for anyone to be pleasing to God. Faith alone can motivate you to keep crying to God even when you seem not to be seeing result. Beloved friends in Christ, when you feel so discouraged that God could have averted some painful happenings in your life and in the society, and the environment you find yourself. And if God is truly God, why did he stop it? Ask yourself. God has the power to create man out of nothing. Why does he allow the existence of the human person to go through the process and the stages that ranges from conception to childbirth, through infancy, adolescence, youth, adulthood, and beyond. Yes, you may say, if the human person doesn't go through these stages, his development will not be okay. When you think that God He's not doing enough to show that he's as powerful as you believe he is. Remember, he allows the man to grow from conception to adulthood. He allows Jesus to grow, go through the pain of the cross in order to enjoy the glory of the resurrection. When he appears to be silent, don't give up crying unto him. Don't give up knocking is preparing something greater than what you are asking for. At the appointed time, he will indeed come through for you. For God will never fail to vindicate his elect who cry to him day and night. May he not fail to vindicate you, dear child of God, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.